0: Hello and welcome to by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. I'm not talking about the Arsenal. I'm talking about Danny and Magic. It's the Sunday Roast.
1: Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny and this is Mike. And we're kind of strange. We're in the tub. And we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body. But that is Danny's. And that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah.
2: Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look at him. Ask him
1: who's his daddy.
0: Magical moment. I can can almost taste Danny. (laughs) It's so close, I can almost taste him. (laughs) And now, the moment you've been waiting for... It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the G.F.P. We love our
1: fans.
0: <laughs> you say fans, I say listeners. And uh, they I a joke. That, that, if anyone doesn't I get the, that self-deprecating uh, sarcasm and not like, truly thinking that we have fans but rather we're people. like
2: a couple of silverbacks behind a cage and they come and prod us every sunday and make us perform for bananas
0: exactly and that is exactly how i feel today um as good as oh, yeah. some of you may have noticed <laughs> that i felt yesterday um i'm paying for it today man this is not a good sunday for me arsenalistically, you it, is. Huh? arsenalistically it is i mean danny we're, we're back it's back on it's is officially
2: back on? back on, and I'm uh, I'm extremely excited about the whole thing because the uh, the scum drew yesterday because they have now dropped f- uh, five points in two games against shit teams, which is fantastic. It's called and they scored and one balling. goal.
0: And it's not just unique to us, apparently. It's, uh, you know, imagine the, the, the Premier League, other than a couple of teams, having parity. You know,
2: it works. And we caught caught up on the goal difference as well because we were 18 behind them and now we I think we're just 10 or we were or some number like that a couple we're of games we can turn that around behind huh? we were 18
1: goals behind that lot
2: well because they had that massive win against Newcastle didn't they 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 fluked that bit win I think it was the Newcastle they um oh they beat Villa 4-0 and the week before that beat Newcastle 5-1 and then the week before that beat West Ham 3-1 and then Brighton 2-0. So all that all caught up. And so we went from being ahead, and then we lost all those bloody games, like 3-0 at Southampton. But now we've got a goal difference. is only six worse than theirs. But it doesn't matter. We can afford to go there in a couple of weeks' time and draw oh, and still go it. on and get fourth.
0: Don't say it. That assumes we win all the rest of our matches. And you know, but you, this is... this. It doesn't feel like an Emory 2019 type of capitulation end of the season, right. but but you never know what can happen. And uh, I'm just going to be essentially nauseous from now until the Everton game is over. Because Everton, well, Everton's going to be fighting for uh, to do the double over us and not get relegated, which is embarrassing to have in the same sentence, but... Well, West Ham have only got one fit central defender, as the
2: commentators were saying today, and he got sent off. Yeah. That's uh, Craig Dawson, I think that's Dawson and Dawson's yeah. Creek, and he got sent off. Now they've got a semi-final next week, and um, this cup coming week, and then they got us, and then they got another semi-final, and they're not allowed to use their one fit player. Well, they were running out of starts. team
0: anyway. They, I mean, they've been really they, they've been the example of a team that well coached, good starting eleven playing above their station and as soon as something happens that either makes fixture congestion or injuries I mean they're 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 just done I mean I again we'll go out and let them you know they'll be peak uh you know peak Barcelona 2010 against us I'm sure but um, now who who sent off Craig Dawson it wasn't Craig Paulson was it because if Craig Paulson sends off Craig Dawson that has that ever happened before the referee was I think it was yesterday. Michael Oliver. Yeah, I think Craig Pawson actually had our game yesterday. He so, did. Or... But you never know.
2: They, uh, There was a bloke doing non-league football, and I think he said he'd only been refereeing for three years, and he'd just done his 1,000th game. South. That's a lot. So, it's a lot uh, of running. It sounds like more you know, running than I would want to be involved with. I don't think you can do them drunk, so you'll be no good for them. <laughs> oh, Master Gunner's come and watched us. Uh, we are we – are, um, uh, uh we've reached to see mass you. gunner levels of of podcast now and uh phil macker is there and stephen edwards is there and loki is there and Stefan is there and mike we used to be friends with mike but now i'm not allowed to like mexicans anymore until one of them comes down and uh, cooks me uh, food with lots of jalapenos in and then i like them uh, and who else is there michael's there he's always there and we've got uh, mark forrester is there i trying to think of other names uh oh here we go ftl goona craig that's a new name
1: hello yeah nice.
2: hello craig are you new nice to have you to have you nice um and then uh just uh the, the, the twins are very happy as we all are that's not very good is it so to, to let me know um the story behind you getting absolutely shit faced and waking your son up at 5am by flashing something in his face. So you, do you start drinking the night before?
0: Well, I I mean, I, I, do you remember? You say that that as though that's like a normal habit for me. Um, I, I was exhausted on Friday. I went and took a nap at 3pm and woke up at 8pm to, I mean, this is like Danny kind of sleeping schedule (laughs) and, and I wake up to a text from my wife who's up the street at our neighbors who we hadn't seen in a long, long time. And there's about three or four couples over there. Um, you know, the, the clothes are coming up. No, that part I made up. Uh, but she's like, come up. If you wake up, come on up. And so I did. And from about 9 o'clock Friday night straight through until about 5 or 6 p.m. yesterday, um, I had a bit of a binger. Um by the time I was getting ready you know, like needed to go to sleep so I could wake up for the game on Sunday morning or on Saturday morning, which started at seven 30 local time. I was like, screw it. I'll just, I'll do some sort of a pregame podcast, which I think that we did. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure we had two guests on an open mic format and no one watching, which was just essentially keep Mike company in the middle of the night type of programming. And, um, and and the uh, yeah, and then I had friends come over, some new uh, new folks who live near me that are that are big Gooners. I went over and watched the Southampton game with them. They came over for this one. Um, now we're stuck hosting because the good luck from the from the Manchester United win will uh, will have to be followed. But yeah, a bit of a lost weekend for me in that regard. And um, and I'm never drinking again. I'm not gonna do it again. Oh, did I talk the BX Gunners thing, I was talking about Gatorade and vodka, which tells me that I was Discussing my my drinks yesterday—that's just uh, yeah, a little bit off, a little bit off the uh, <laughs> off the hinges yesterday. For those of you <laughs> who told me, isn't that a normal drink then? Uh, no, I, it, it's me trying to still maintain a diet <laughs> while drinking, which is not easy to do. But like, I went—you know—I've tried to find things with no carbs, so you know, vodka diet Red Bull. Vodka diet coke, vodka Powerade. It, 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 at that point, I was just shoveling anything into my mouth that I could get my hands on, and it's just—it's not an attractive quality. Just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go back and watch either of the podcasts I did yesterday because I might actually, you know, try being there. I, I can it only imagine, and, and I know from experience how much you do not like drunk people, so no. I, you know. I had to have been very persuasive to uh, to force you to allow me on that podcast. No, you didn't really? tell
2: me if you. From now on, I'm going to ask you every time if you're if you've been drinking. If you have, you're not coming on. But oh, I, I didn't hey, tell you. I, no. Oh, sorry. We'll go back and check the WhatsApp. We just said, "I'm here. Can I come and say hello to Shredder?" I went, "Okay." So I should have asked you. I but saw, I Shre- I saw Shredder so and I was like,
0: oh, I miss talking to that guy. No, I, actually, it yeah, wasn't that bad. You
2: were funny. It was it was okay. You were a you happy drunk. But I hate drunk so much, people drunk, that when my mum's drunk, I say to her, mum, fuck off. Don't come round. Don't speak to me. And I'm not going to – if you're drinking, I'm not coming out with you. That's how much I hate being around people. You have to humour them. My mum goes, hey, do you, do you love your mummy? And then she'd go, once we were all having Chinese for Sean's birthday, and there was about 10 of us at the Chinese place, and she just exclaimed loudly when I said to her, Mum, you're annoying me because you're drunk. I fed you milk. <laughs> and every and time, you talk
0: um, about, like, earlier that day she fed him milk. Uh,
2: well, 50 years ago, I don't know, 40-odd years I ago. Yeah, so every time I'm mean to my mum, people around me just go, remember, she fed you milk. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, I was about three or two at the time. I don't know. Let's say hello to some people, shall we? We have got um, who else is in there? Um, oh, Fran is there. Fran, who has three names, she has Fran, she has Sini, and she has Charlotte. Uh, so that's who was on the preview show for the Chelsea game. And we both poo pooed the Chelsea game, and we were both incorrect in poo pooing it. But we won, so no one cares. Uh, she's starting a job tomorrow. Good luck. You don't need luck because you'll probably be very good at it. But. Very good. Um, BX is there. Evening you animals. Uh, Craig's in Florida. Well, nice. that's where um, Chris Lodato's in Florida, and he's a gooner. He's been on a few times, and he'll yeah, probably be pre- on again. A, preview show. a
0: gooner from Orlando. Aston's a, vill- uh, a gooner from Orlando. Oh, talking of Aston, on the Tuesday Club, Tyo, Ty, Tyo? Yeah, yeah. Tell.
2: He said he met a, a fan called Aston on the way to Aston Villa. Was that your Aston?
0: Named Aston on the way to Aston Villa. No, yeah. that would not have been. Uh, He's an
2: Arsenal fan. How yeah. many Arsenal fans are called Aston?
0: Th- uh, two at least, apparently.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. I thought I thought it was uh, Aston. I- he followed me on Facebook, so we're now Facebook. Sure,
0: I'm pretty sure Aston was uh, it was not in Birmingham at some point in the last few weeks, but uh, or even in Aston, which is actually where Villa Park is located, it, at a, it is. At a, at a oh, uh, right. train stop called Aston. Which I didn't realize.
2: Yeah, you know, that's back-to-back weeks. I've mentioned Facebook. I don't like Facebook. I don't use Facebook. I just happened something popped up, and I was looking at it, it as a friend request. And there was about sixty of them there.
0: Yeah, you're. I have
2: no idea who most we're, of them were. we're the ones we're, I recognized, I accepted.
0: We're mates. Uh, we we have a special like you can do a friend request or a mate request, and uh, can you? And, and we're mates. Yeah.
2: I about mate, 10 mate years book ago. is is, is oh. going to
0: start something called mate mate mate
2: book. There's pictures mm. of meat. Don't I've had tuna today, and that's all I've had. Um, who else is there? Oh, Mark, Mark, friend to the stars, Backridden, who was at the live show that that Tom and Harry and uh, Kev and Lee and Sophie did. did. Did you have to pay to get into that? Because I saw she put up a link saying that, that it was a no, very I, well produced.
0: I think they were free tickets. Uh, I got to give props to uh, to Dave. Dave works behind the scenes on Lee Judges TV. Uh, Dave and I have a have a uh, love hate relationship. Uh, you love him, he hates you. No, I'll he hates that. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's just very, very good at behind the scenes stuff and producing and 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 all of the social media elements of uh, of running a YouTube channel. Um, and uh, apparently, they did a real good. Job. I mean, I watched it, but the behind the scenes stuff earlier today, I didn't get to watch it. And, oh, they've done it behind the scenes. Yeah, it was just uh, they just did a kind of a, a premiere of that an hour ago. Oh, which, uh,
2: oh I on? was watching um, someone going to an MG meet full of rusty MGs. Um,
0: I don't see rusty. it. Rusty trombones. No. Yeah, Not it was uh, it was basically Lee and and, and Superca- Oh, on Lee's having, channel, having various drinks around uh, around different parts of the um, of the uh, what the hell's the place called Hippodrome.
2: Uh, I think Sophie's cousin works there, yep. or runs it, something like that. Yep. Oh, there's another new name, King Ali. Uh, oh no, he's changed his name. I remember that picture. We couldn't get I couldn't get his name right. It had an of. We couldn't. It, it was off or of. See, I remember your picture, but I forgot what your name was. Was it Olaf? No. We're not going through that again. It changes name again. Uh, Stephen is there. Oh, question from Phil. Did anyone pick anything special up yesterday as it was Record Store Day 2022? I got a white vinyl copy of Scott Walker's Boy Child I'm Well Chuffed. I, in my life, I have owned three singles. All three of them were madness. My brother bought them for me when I was about 15. I've never owned a record player. I never intend to. If you can't play it via the PC, it's dead to me.
0: Mike uh yeah I picked something special up yesterday I picked myself up off the floor about an hour and a half after the uh, the podcast ended um, yeah not good not good I, I you know I like I like I have a nice reasonably sized house and I just like to use the entire thing and just sleep in various parts of the house and apparently yesterday on the floor directly below where I was sitting for the uh, for for my "Quote unquote appearance on uh, Bear Camp Wonderland." I uh, I decided to take a nap, and when I was waking, and when I woke up, your mom was feeding me milk, which is really oh, weird.
2: wouldn't be surprised. Well, she wasn't because these are, uh, no. uh we have this thing over here called road tax, and you pay for it a year at a time. Um, I think the Merck is about one hundred and ninety quid a year. Um, the Sharan is about. 220 i think it's diesel and my mum's car is 165 and it goes from year to year and normally i have to do a get her mot her road tax and her, her insurance and do it all for her because i do it all on the internet i forgot she forgot so her road tax has it ran out on the 1st of april so she's had th- three weeks with no road tax so i did it today and uh, so she wouldn't have been going anywhere to fiji milk because her car wasn't working or well, was working just wasn't allowed so, um so they and I forgot to MOT my van. That was uh, six weeks without it out of MOT. In the meantime, we were driving around Nottingham. You're speaking Twice. a language I do not understand at this moment. With MOT. An MOT is a safety test for your car. You have to have it once a year. Well, once the car is reaches its fourth birthday, you have to. For the first three years, you don't need it because it's a brand new car. It's a road worthiness test called a MOT, Ministry of Transport test.
0: All right, we have we have, we have automob- we have we uh, have inspections we have regular and emissions inspections that you have to get in yeah. a year or two. Yes. To keep the car on the road. And when you have an old car that isn't like in the best shape, it's the most nervous experience because you go there and you either pass or fail. And if it fails, you know, you're going to have to spend a shitload of money yeah. to, to get that car back on Ooh, the road. The so.
2: Merc is 28 years old. Every time it goes, I have a fucking palpitations. You passed perfectly last time. So that was a, that was a, Oh look! How odd is that? I said my van was six weeks out of MOT. It was fucking Jay that took it. It was Jay. He's my mate from God, Manchester. It was Jay that took it. Has he got anything else about that? Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. So I put it on. I've shared it on my Facebook. That's how I was looking at it. So uh, Jay went and took it. He picked it up for me. He went and took it. Put new two two new head uh, windscreen wipers on it. And what else did you do, Jay? I think he did a bulb and then it passed it. But well, he was the tester. But he's in this country, you're not allowed to go. It's my mate's car I'm allowed to test it because they'll put you in prison. And then uh, I got my new He said, You need a new rear one. So I bought a new rear one off of Amazon for eight quid and George fitted it. So there you go. How weird is that? I didn't even know um, Jay was in the chat. I don't think he's ever watched before. Have you watched before, Jay? Jay could come round and moon at the window, and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it.
0: I, I don't think he's watched it before because he thinks it's funnier than he thought it would be, <laughs> and if he had watched it before, he would know that this is about as funny as it gets. Well, me uh, and Jay have been mates for about 20 years, at least.
2: Um, you guys, are you guys friends on Matebook? Probably, yeah. M- Meetbook No, just Facebook. No um
0: so so this is, is it's
2: a brilliant night i
0: i bet i mean the and and the day after the chelsea game i mean had that thing been like a week earlier the just the feel around the club and the fan base i mean you would have had to have manufactured positive things to talk about in a group so that everyone wasn't just angry at life but to be a day after that chelsea game was a really fortunate uh piece of uh piece of positive luck there and and uh those kinds of get-togethers. I was lucky enough to be over in October when Elliott and Arsenal Vision did their did their uh, live show, and it's just so much fun. It it it's good people all kind of getting together. That's the good side of the uh, of the Arsenal fan base. That really doesn't matter how the team is doing. It's just fun to fun to get together to put faces with names and and do all of that. He wasn't random. He was invited over to my house. I don't just like open up the door, Stephen, to, to any gooner. That It's like an open house of gooners. And,
2: and you have a special trumpet call. So all the gooners have been 100 miles near the trumpet call. No, it's like, a, it's
0: like the bat signal. There's just there's, there's this huge light with a cannon at the, uh, at the end of it that, yes. that goes up over my house about 4.30 in the morning before the game starts. And if you are anywhere in view of the light, you you are able to just come in and uh and you know, enjoy the party. So um, apology for the background noise, my mic stands about to fall because I didn't tighten it enough. So you're
2: too tight to go and buy yourself a blue yeti, that's the fucking problem.
0: I bought myself a blue yeti. Somebody okay. ruined it. <laughs> Get another one. And uh yeah, this one works better. But now I gotta hold it because I don't feel like dealing with this. Crap during the show. Now I've just got all over my desk. So this is uh, this is not going well. I'm glad I didn't tell you to
2: adjust it. You'd have got annoyed at me. Jay has just put in here that he tested the Merc as well. He did do that and he put a new battery on it as well, and it passed. And I still, Jay, I still haven't got those inner wings sorted out. I had a look, they're about 140 quid each on, on eBay and they're probably made of jam or something, but fucking do not even send it off to get the roof fixed yet. Yeah. Absolute nightmare. Uh Steph says it's funnier than normal. Yeah, too, That's not really saying much, is it?
0: Well let, let, um, okay, let, let's if you don't if you don't come up with ideas for us to talk to, this is a yes. this is a um well you would say listener, I would say Super fan, uh, you know, <laughs> based show. We want to talk about the things you want us to talk about. We're pretty much just like marionettes and puppets here to talk. And I've got less creativity and thoughts than normal today because of my state of mind after yesterday. So come up with topics you want us to talk about. And as you can tell, they have—they don't need to have anything to do with Arsenal, so mm-hmm. they can. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and if we Mike get here, we lost every game. The second, we get some uh, Ryan, come on. man. What did we do when I was over in October? Every time I've come over to to to, to go to the arsenal, I know he's I know he's just giving me a, a hard time. But every time I've come over, we've gone on the streak to people to where people are starting to talk about collections to to uh, to keep me over there. This time, I fucked up. Okay. You know i did what i could i didn't get to see danny this time so the whole thing was just a, a major loss i should have never gone for a wonderful vacation with my son and tried to include london in the situation so uh so my apologies i'm glad i'm gone because look what's <laughs> happened to arsenal <laughs> uh,
2: yeah nightmare um mark says hold the mic stand like freddie mercury can you get up on your desk and and moonwalk while, while holding it
0: Mercury Moon- Moonwalk?
2: That been uh, I'm just I'm just reinventing your set for you. Oh, that's, He's an angry man. Um, <laughs> Phil says, Magic might looks like a bingo caller.
0: C27? C27. Of course, bingo doesn't have C in it, so I don't know what that was all about.
2: Um, I didn't know that until you pointed it out. Callum says, Who would win in an arm wrestle between you two? Fucking <laughs> you know, hell. My cat could probably beat me in an arm wrestle. Bad shoulder.
0: You, you, oh, you, bad shoulder. You a lot of guys that are are in chairs, sometimes like yeah. like you know, they make up for it by working out their yeah, upper body honest, to a ridiculous it. extent. But but you're not okay. one of those guys, are you? No,
2: back in the day I was uh first started using it, I was uh a lot fitter. But I'm fifty one for fuck's sake. And I've got arthritis and I'm I'm old and, and grey and uh oh, I'm fat. No. But I'd uh, i get a Big Bob come round and Big Bob would arm wrestle you and he'd pull your arm off and beat you to death okay. with it.
0: Here's what both of us would like put our arms there and then it, it would just be like a floppy like like two of those pool those pool noodles just just banging against each other for an hour until both of us decide to give up and just start eating treats. So, uh, it's getting
2: worse. Look, Mars Gunners, but when we lost, when Mike was in the UK and when Sophie was here, we win. Mike needs to stay in the UK, US and Sophie in the UK. It's,
0: it's a very, it's a very, what have you done for me? Late me fan base. And, uh, and I've done nothing for you lately, uh, fans of Arsenal and, uh, and I apologize now if I'm here when Arsenal, which I will be when Arsenal come in July for the U S tour, Will we lose all those games because of me, or, or I mean, how, how does that work in the summertime? Because the summertime when, if there's one thing we could do in July, it's beat Bayern Munich. Just in July, though, is that who we're playing? No, but no. I mean, in the past, we've 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 done it. So, uh, well,
2: Villarreal beat them, didn't they?
0: I think we, um, yeah, if you can call that beating, that apparently that was the most ugly display of football ever. But
2: they nullified football is how they did
0: that you uh you do what you have to do to get to the i mean uh, madrid in the first leg of the uh of the city clash did the most anti-football i've ever seen in my life and i was actually impressed by it because strategically it made sense to do that and they almost got their nil nil um if not for one brief you know breakthrough in the second half and if they had just been able to convert any of those chances in uh in madrid it would have been a whole different match but um so, Arnie wants to talk about the dart score 180 because it has a, t- a Spurs tie-in. I lo- I used to love watching darts. when I When I moved to England and saw the different things that were televised, like cricket and all the sports that I wasn't as familiar with as an American, the one thing that I was familiar with but had no idea it could actually be marketed and put on television was darts. And how fun does that look like? Like, now these things at the alley pally with uh, with everyone dressed up like sausages and I like darts it just seems like the most it, it's 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 kind of like uh you know how like some foods are just a conduit to get butter into your mouth <laughs> dart attending darts seems like just an excuse to go get, to get beyond, very drunk and shout beyond drunk and fall asleep on the floor and stuff uh you know uh but it looks like a hell of a lot of fun though. Any, anybody in the in the chat ever been to one of those darts uh, tournaments where where the crowd is just not even paying attention to the darts? Um, yeah, it's crazy. Oh here we go. We've
2: got a troll Laguna talk, Probably some 12 year old. Would you rather fight hundred duck-sized Harry Kane to one Harry say cane sized duck?
0: This is a David Ziegler type of question. He loves these, <laughs> these, uh, these hundred small, duck-sized um, why is there so many? Why is there so much fighting and 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 aggression in our chat today? First, the arm wrestling, yeah, now the duck sized Harry Canes. Uh,
2: Phil Mack has called us both fat, which I'm not having that. That's bullshit. Coming yeah. from Chubby McChubby face, there. That's a bit ironic. So uh, yeah this this, this, this uh, go full Laguna talk on this and talk about it for half an hour in great detail and then come up with an actual answer. We're, g- Not we're gonna waffle do a, on uh, about shit for an hour and a half and come up with no answers.
0: Yeah we're, we're gonna do a dossier on uh, I've got someone from Portugal coming
2: on He's a duck expert and I've got a Brazilian as well who used to know the duck when he was a swan and do you, uh,
0: re- do you remember the ducks that we saw when we were on our uh, romantic walk together? <laughs>
2: I do, yes. And they were, um, I've decided if I ever die, I'm going to have my ashes sprinkled there by um by the bench. Uh, it's called Adam's bench. You know, my mate Adam. Yeah. Jay's okay. mate Adam as well. Jay knew him. Got his and, name uh,
0: Does it have uh, a name on it, or, or, or is it just how you remember it? I forget whether it would actually, whether that bench actually had like a. Oh, yeah,
2: It's dedicated to Adam. His family had the bench right. put there. Yeah. But there's quite a few of them around God Manchester. When people pass away,
0: that's the they, bench uh, we were yeah. sitting on uh, for those pictures in our introduction. Where, 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 there's a picture of us, and then if you actually pay close attention, our faces switch. switch I saw that. That but people don't notice because it looks almost the same. Yeah, that's the, that. That's kind of the point. Is like. Eighty percent of people that, that are watching that probably don't even realize that face uh, a switch
2: on it. Like, they probably happens. don't even tune on for the beginning part of the show. So the duck thing, I would, I would, uh, I'd fight a hundred Harry Kane, uh, duck-sized Harry Canes, because you're going to kill some Harry Canes in that. You're going to, yeah. you, but one giant one is going to be a bit bit harder. And I, I, if you can kill anything that's got Harry Kane DNA in it, how many of those ducks do you reckon you could kill before they get the better of you?
0: Oh, it's like that. This reminds me of that that video of like Neymar playing football against about 2000 Korean kids or, 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 Chinese kids or something like that. It's the funniest thing ever. Cause they're just, he's just dribbling the ball through everybody. And there's literally one to 200 kids on the pitch trying to dispossess him and, uh, and they can't do it. So um, I think we need yeah, to know if you're allowed to bite them. If, if, if it was if biting's a biting allowed, we've got a chance. Well, I love ducks, so I would. I would. I, mean, I love I, biting. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't want to punch a lo, like a, a, a person-sized duck because it still looks like a duck, and I just I I think ducks are adorable. They're they're cute. I mean, they're also delicious. But they, but I don't want to do that. A hundred Harry Kane-sized ducks. Well, that that no, that wasn't part of the question. It's a hundred duck-sized Harry canes. and. Even though he would probably back into me and try to like break my neck, uh, tripping over them, I think I could probably he'd, get- he'd, he would he
2: would buck the neck. That's what I think you find That's that's what that's what gooners have to say in case Cave Campbell's
0: listening. Yeah, he would buck the neck. Um, I would probably go to or 16 before they overwhelm me, but I'd still prefer that. Yeah,
2: I reckon I'd have about 30 of them because I'd lay on them and I'd, I'd bite them. Sometimes I look at things and I get the urge to bite them. Inanimate objects, isn't that crazy? Well, as an animate object, I'm glad to hear that it's just inanimate objects. I'm only semi-animate. At times, I am quite inanimate. (laughs) I did thought I heard. I I, I thought I felt a little nip when I leaned over to hug you. Uh, My mum's. My mum was trying to feed you milk. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a little nip. (laughs) <laughs> fucking filthy woman she's getting a new car she's told me hello hello little, little new car i said mother there's no point you you've crashed that one a few times you can't see where you're going you're now four foot ten at a push said it's only a matter of time until we have to have, take your license off you she told me to fuck off cheeky <laughs> trying now she wants a hyundai i attend there's oh, so four hyundai. different ones you can get you can get a cheap shit one they don't make and that is the original one rubbish the next one's not bad The one after that is pretty good. And then you've got the new ones that are too good for us. You're only going to crash it. Oh, that's what else. Jay fixed my mum's car. My mum broke down in Sainsbury's car. You know where we parked in that car park where we went shoplifting for crunches. My mum broke down in that car park because her car's fucked. You've got this little key that you have to put in and twist to connect the battery. And she pushed it too fucking hard. So Jay had to stop what he was doing, drive all the way from Ramsey to Huntington, which is about 15 miles and go and fucking save her.
0: The only thing worse than, than a, 51-year-old man saying, do you remember that car park that we parked at when we went shopping for crunchies? Is the fact that that's absolutely true, and it happened. (laughs) Poundland. Absolutely lovely. I pounded out some crunchies that night. Um, We did. There was a a question from from our our Floridian friend uh, asking if we're going to Orlando. Um, we as a unit are not, but I, as an individual will certainly be there. Uh, I'm going to check on, I'm, I'm building a house in Bradenton. So where did, where do you live in Florida? Exactly. Dear viewer slash fan. Uh, I'm getting the sense it's near Orlando, but, uh, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. I, I don't ever miss something like that because it's just too much fun. It's just way, way too much fun. And you know, what bugs me is when people are, and, and it's not just, people overseas. It's a lot of Americans who probably haven't been to these things before. They're like, well, for the price of flying to Orlando in July, where it's going to be super hot, and watching that game and getting a hotel, I could fly over to London and watch a real game. And I'm like, well, look, if, you're ha- if you have to choose between the two, then, and you haven't been to a game in London, by all means. But literally, nothing is as fun as the the, the days before and the days after. Oh. Uh, oh, Lake Worth. Okay, I know where that is. That's where my uh, mother and father-in-law live. Uh, we were just there a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, that's, li- that's exactly where they live, actually, is Lake Worth. But, um, and what is the Lake Worth? Lake Worth is like halfway in between, maybe a little bit closer to West Palm Beach uh, than Fort Lauderdale. It's on, the good. it's on the east coast of Florida, um, and where we're moving is on the west coast of Florida On the on the... You say we you you including me in that way. Well sure, you know, I mean we have a bedroom for you. Oh, we no, have no, my a whole house. We had the, the, uh, garlic. We had a pulley put over the uh over the toilet. Fucking hell, no, I
2: don't need a toilet. Just just any old box will do. <laughs> just just get a broom. So well, we have shove a away.
0: We have a we have yeah, we have I think three bathrooms. One of them is the is the pool. Um but uh no, it's going to be nice, but did I get any mummy? I wasn't. She wasn't. She didn't come to meet me that day.
2: Do you know what that is in reference to? There was a, a sketch from the um, you know, Matt Lucas. He had a um, a, a sketch show with uh, David Walliams, and there was a there was this grown man. He must have been in his thirties, and he and he, all his family would be sitting around. They're all posh sitting around in the in the sitting room, and then all of a sudden he'd go, "Bitty," and he'd have to go over to his mum, laying on her lap, and she'd breastfeed him because he said, "Bitty." <laughs> it's very disturbing it's fucking horrible to even think about it ah little britain yes mark knows got a picture here of um of my adam Remember, this is at the 2006 league cup final where we had played the best chelsea team of oh, no. of many many years, and Arsene Wenger decided. I know what I'm going to play all of our kids in this game. When Theo scored first, we got absolutely smashed. And then Colo tour had a fight. And we had two players sent off near the end. I think, I think that would was, have
0: been two. I think that would have been 2008. Uh, 2008. No, it wasn't 2006. Maybe it was. Oh no, uh,
2: eight. Yes, six. We left stadium. No, seven week we left the, high, the Highbury, and we had the Champions League final. And eight was this. Yeah, that's. This is like a snapshot in time when I decided I'm giving up my season tickets. I'm not fucking going to Arsenal anymore because if Wenger can't be bothered to play, take it sensibly at a cup final where we've all played fucking, it was me and Dean and Adam and someone else whose name I can't remember. We all went down there. Dean's an Everton fan. He's been to two fucking Arsenal cup finals, Dean. Absolute, and he's an Everton fan, so he's going to go down. Um, and I went. that's it. it. No more. not having it. It's bullshit. I can fuck off. So there you go. That's it. Oh yeah, Ryan says two thousand and seven. Um, oh, McPhil says it was there and he was heartbroken. Um, Mask Gunner says Wenger pissed me off for the uh, League Cup final in two thousand and seven.
0: Yeah, that it was the yeah it was the oh six oh seven season. So it was the it was the first one in the Emirates after we moved out after the the, the League final. It was the first Cup final other than the Champions League final I would seen us play. Um, and I was very underwhelmed because we didn't go for it and they did. And I remember watching that. It was snowing here in Virginia that day. I think it was like February 1st or March 1st, one of those two, um, or, or February 28th, something like that. And, uh, and it was snowing and I had direct TV at the time and bad weather and satellite television do not work well together. So I missed a good portion of the game because of that shit. Um, but I didn't miss it. Uh, I've got, got something to share with you. I was looking through my hard drives
2: trying to sort something out, and uh, this is it. Ready? I uh, don't want to share the audio because I'm swearing at people. Ready? Oh, yeah. Is this what we talked about last week? Oh. This is the 17th of May, 2006. Yeah. It's me. Back in the days when I used to drive,
0: is the Wigan We're
2: getting on the ferry. We're going to France,
0: Oh, okay. Oh.
2: driving on the wrong side of the road, and then uh, still the wrong side of the road. We've come down to the first roundabout I went to, and I went left at the first roundabout rather than right, because I forgot I was driving. There's uh, the people we were following, because I had no idea where I was going. Oh, go back a little bit. Um, so just all uh, throughout this, you're swearing at people?
0: Yep. <laughs> Shout like right, to right now, oh, you yeah. <laughs>
2: This is when I said I spent all the the, the day before and all that day only eating um, uh, Slim Fast, crisps and stuff from garages. Stuff that I mean I wouldn't need a poo. So that's Dean filming me. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know what's going on there. So that's the Parc de France there. De France, de France.
0: Stade de France.
2: Plus there might be music in this. And uh, oh, so there you yeah. go. And then so we're all queuing up to get, fuck off Barcelona fans, you scumbags. It's uh, a, so a shithole Paris is. And what a what to...
0: a massive sliding doors moment for the Arsenal this was. It certainly was, yeah. And not in a good way, I suppose. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, I'm inside the concourse. Calum says he to... look like the Undertaker from the WWE, but he must <laughs> he must mean the Big Show because in yeah, that Big Show in 2006, that what we just saw of you is essentially Paul White, the Big Show. That's it. Some people do
2: refer to me as Big Show on Twitter. <laughs> that bloke's about nine foot twelve, yeah. And um, bench pressed me above his head and throw me if he wanted to. I'm <laughs> saying I got goatee, don't have it anymore. Too lazy. So I, uh, I've,
0: I've been to the Stade de France once and um a a ago, a, isn't it? No, I was at Park de print that. I was PSG doesn't play the Stade de France. They play. At don't Park they? The no, Stade de France is used just like go. Wembley is, kind of. And um, and I was there for a Spain. France World Cup qualifier back in thirteen or fourteen, sometime around then. I don't, I don't remember. Pedro scored. That's all I remember. There's um, Dean, wow. I, I, I really, how, how did you get tickets for this? Did, was it through Arsenal?
2: I had season tickets, so we could just oh, apply okay. for them. So uh, and none. I've got loads of mates that support Arsenal. None of them wanted to come with me. And Dean went. I'll go. So I had the ninety-eight FA Cup final. West Ham fan. The Champions League final, Everton fan, and the League Cup final in 07 or 08, which everyone I've forgotten already, Everton fan. Because they didn't want to come, because they couldn't be bothered, because their misses wouldn't let them go. Um, Oh, Bobby and Terry. Wow. So many players left after this final decimated the squad.
0: This is a diamond. I mean, this is incredible. Just, you know, you, you walk around. Well, I'm sorry. You go around. <laughs> you don't uh, have to change it. People know what you mean. You go around taking video of so many different things, but like, and, and you know, one might ask, why are you taking video? This is why you take video. So that 17, ne- 16 years it. later, you have a gem of something that just, you know, and, and, and of course, we're all getting depressed thinking about what happened after this point in the video. It's the first time
2: I've watched it. I have it's no great. interest in watching it. Fucking horrendous day.
0: Why was the Stade de France essentially... It looks like the entirety of the place was coloured in, in in the Blagrana or whatever they call oh, it. Christ. So I'm
2: using it. It's an analogue video. Don't get sent... Don't get sent... Oh, he's been sent off.
0: This was actually was actually when he was sent... Oh, that is when he was sent off.
2: Oh, it is.
0: Oh, I didn't realise that this was during the game. I thought this was still pre-game and that we were joking. Oh, so did that. I. And then he subs off Bobby. Subs off Bobby. He's- so, that was not a not a very good decision, was it? It was a
2: stupid fucking decision. And then uh, Bergkamp didn't even come on as a sub. Look at him.
0: Who should have come out instead of him? I'm, I'm, I forget who the... Uh, oh, Our well, team
2: was he, so man. good. We could have played with no goalkeeper and still won that. Look at him. Fucking bloke's devastated. That was the last time he ever played for us, right? Yeah. And I think it's the last time Ashley Cole played for us. Yeah. And uh, a few others.
0: Who scored? Saul.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, just for half time. I think it this might have been hit it was here. The last he, time
0: he played for us? Until, the, until, the, get... until, until he came back years later?
2: Yeah. Could this be it? Yeah. I got the goal. Didn't even know I recorded the goal. So we're probably going to get a copyright strike on this now. You know what them fuckers are like. I not
0: don't, I don't see how you... Because you, this isn't a copyright of the of the telecast. It's your own personal care. video from the... Oh,
2: thing. I've got the wrong one up, haven't I? Now you're looking at that. <laughs> Just going to see if it's done anything with it. Uh, no, hasn't done anything. It might have popped up while we were live and gone... <laughs> some bloggers put as Paul, who he used to sit with, sat with next to Paul for 20 years, and that's his dad, Mark. Um, uh, some bloke put should have been the last time Al Munia paid for us, yeah,
0: the first and the last, just about. <laughs> uh, it was all looking pretty good at this point, and, and we were, we were, I mean, I. Uh, Again, this is a long time ago for me, but I should know this. We went up after the red card. Obviously, we did. We just saw them in sequence. That was a tough thing to say. I'm not playing the video backwards. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's incredible, man. I mean, this is this isn't incredible. This this very footage that we're watching right now. Oh, oh, here we go. Well, it's the big show. (laughs) And that bloke there in
2: the white to the left. He turned up from England without a ticket. He had a little camera around his neck. He went press and they let him in. He went, Oh, are you kidding? Me? <laughs> and he had a little camera. <laughs> yeah, so did he, um, have, like,
0: did he have like a note from his mom saying, I'm my son is press and please let him in from like Epstein's mom on Welcome Back, Carter? <laughs> and then that night there was a hell of a
2: fucking rainstorm, thunder and lightning. It was very, very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, oh I think God that's Galileo. Yeah, I mean that's when it ended. But it was fucking horrendous. And there you go. Look at that. That's the, the rainstorm on the way back. And I'd been awake for over twenty-four hours. I said, Dean, don't fall, fall asleep. Oh, and he went asleep. And at one point, we're driving along this motorway in France on the wrong side of the road. And I stop in the middle of the motorway because I thought the lorry was coming towards us. And because you can't see the barriers, then roads aren't lit. And I thought there's a fucking lorry coming. I was probably tripping because I've been awake so long. And I don't remember driving back from from Dover to so Land to, to Manchester.
0: So after the game, you you drove back to Calais, yeah, and then took the took the thing that night, yeah, back. So you were home by it looks like one twenty five in the morning. Uh, I know
2: this is years ago. That's when my sitting room used to be pink. Oh, oh, okay, yeah,
0: unbelievable, man. And 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 the ferry. So so before the channel was built, I mean, when I came. Um,
2: Oh, the, the channel was there. I won't use the channel. I will get claustrophobic.
0: Oh, oh, the channel was there. In 2000, yeah, two thousand six. The channel was there when I lived there. The channel was not there, but there was a ferry. And the one time I took the ferry was I was on uh, I was on vacation with the family of the guy Dan that I went to most of the Arsenal games at Highbury with, and we went to Bruges and to uh, Cologne uh, and Amsterdam. And the ferry was probably the most unnerving, disgusting experience I've ever went on. And I don't know if this was just the ferry that I was on or if this was the way that the ferries always were, but we, we got on the ferry and the entire ride is twi- like, like 15 to 30 year old guys in football jerseys lying in vomit of their own making. Like, I don't know if it was, I mean, it was, it was a combination of booze and seasickness probably, but just, I mean, the, the number of, the, the amount of vomit, we were like tiptoeing within between, you know, and I was 15 or 16 and, you know, and I liked to drink at that time. It wasn't like I was completely outraged at the drinking part, but I've never seen so much vomit in one place and everyone was just seemingly okay with it. <laughs> it was disgusting. So was that the kind of ferry or, or were you in the car on the ferry? Um, i was in uh, oh, uh
2: mark says uh, the channel chance are focused tonight no, good job i didn't go for it because i went to dover no um yeah, got in the car i was i don't know what with, with an automatic you've got to put it in park otherwise you tank can't take the keys out and so we parked in in the boat the ferry and then went to get out and the car couldn't take the keys out and i don't know what i had a brain fart i'd had these cars for years and so the car was rocking like that. But luckily we just hit the car in front a little bit and then go back a bit. But it wasn't really that bad. But on the way back, it was a like a force one hundred gale. And I was I was trying to wheel along inside the boat. And I'm going, Ooh. And then I rush down the other side and Dean's cracking. I go, Fucking help! I'm, I'd hit the wall. And then it was a horrendous drive. I mean, you, I mean, horrendous drive and
0: horrendous weather. This is like, you know, how it must have been to cross the Atlantic for like the explorers who came who discovered America and stuff like, like this. This is uh <laughs> And, and, and this was, you know, 20th century travel between England and, uh, and, and France. But, uh, but, yeah, much nicer experience now taking the, uh, taking the, the, the channel, from, uh, from St. Pancras to, to Gare de Noulte. Um no, I don't like the idea of being stuck in a they tunnel. Still, they still run the ferry, though? They do, right? Yeah, well,
2: at the moment, they, uh, the people who own, someone bought P&O ferries and then decided to sack all 800 people and then get a load of Chinese people or Southeast Asian people in on about one pound eighty an hour, and then the government "You're not doing that," so they, the ferries don't run anymore. And so it's a Folkestone and, and uh, Dover, are an absolute fucking car crash at the best of times. Um, but now there's there's five or six less ferries. Uh, if you still want to go,
0: if you still want to go that way, I th- you can though, right? And and. Mm. I- I was actually looking into uh, you can go you can go from Wales to Ireland on a ferry as well, right? Oh, that means you have to go to Wales. So, oh
2: god, to get to Ireland I've been there Not- three times. No, I've been there loads of times. When we go to Ireland, it's a fucking horrendous drive. It's like driving. Anyone in the UK knows if you need to go to um, Hunstanton or no Skegness. One of the biggest seaside towns in
0: the country, and the drive there from anywhere, Dave from the Lee Judges channel is from to the point where he's known as Skegness Dave.
2: It's an absolute,
0: it's the one of the worst drives. It's just
2: 70 or 80 miles of single um, car, dual carriageway, one car in each direction, and everyone has tractors and people going slow and camper vans and caravans and oh my god i think the last time i went there i spent more the most time on the opposite side of the road overtaking everybody but it's a i said i'm never ever going to skegness again it's fucking awful roads like driving to wales roads are shit once you get off the motorway
0: yeah i mean i was more looking into the train situation because when we're over uh one of our next couple trips over i'm going to try to go and see owen uh and ian both see you, callum uh i'm going to try to see both of them over in ireland at some point and i just it's so much nicer taking the train than having to deal with going to Gatwick and get on an airplane and do that. So, uh, I looked into it and I think there's a train but then there's not, I mean, there's no, why is
2: is it easier getting, why is it easier not using a plane? The plane, you'll be there in half an hour. You go by train and boat, it's going to be
0: eight hours. No. Well, if it's train and boat, which I, which I think it is, then it, then it's a longer trip. But like, I just, uh, flying, I mean, I don't mind flying, but the whole process is not the length of the flight. It's the entirety of getting to the airport, going through security, doing all that. I mean, it's just so much nicer to, like, for example, going from London to Paris or going from New York to Washington, the train is a longer travel time than than the plane is, but the entirety of the experience, I think, is so much nicer. Um, I think, like some blokes
2: put here, going from London to Paris on the train, you just get on the train and you get off at the other end and there's no fucking around. That I like, oh, but beautiful. I just don't like the idea of a terrorist letting off a bomb in the middle of the channel and all and then drowning
0: because well, I don't thank, like that.
2: thank you for filling my mind with those,
1: <laughs> uh, with those images.
2: Good. It's just a bit claustrophobic, the whole idea of being stuck inside of a car, inside of a train, inside of a tunnel. No. And the um,
0: and, and the internet is, is kind of shit there, but there's, there's no better or worse than it is on an airplane. So, um, so yeah, I love the channel. We uh, that that was how we woke up in Paris uh, after the PSG game, and then um, completely had a whole day in London. I mean, it's just you don't have to deal with the travel. You're just it's it's just like taking a bus or or a tube, except it's just a very lengthy one and. Uh, and yeah, so we were able to be wake up in in, in Paris at a, at a not ungodly hour and still be at Weatherspoons in Victoria by noon, by midday, to uh, to start a, a pub crawl for the uh, for the shitty Arsenal Palace game a couple Mondays ago. Question Seems from Steve. Mike, have you been to Lucky's in D.C. or Abbey Bistro in Baltimore? Yes, and yes, I used to go to Lucky's virtually every. Every week back, in
2: Can you the, keep uh, that fucking thing still, man. You're getting on my own to hit you with it. Yeah, please. you need to go and buy yourself one of these. You, you've got more money if you've got enough money to waste it on a dozen white Mustang convertibles. You've got enough money to spend hundred dollars on one of these things and stop waggling it around like an appendage.
0: How's this? I'll, just, I'll hold it very still. Uh, yeah, yeah I was Lucky's was kind of my home pub actually for uh in 2002. 2013, 2014, um, until uh, an incident that happened there during the U.S. Portugal game uh, in the World Cup, where um, something didn't agree with me and the stairs to the bathroom on the second level. If you've ever been to Lucky Bar, which is now closed, by the way, it's been it's uh, it's been sold slash closed down, um, but. Uh, it is a steep, treacherous walk to and from the, the second floor bathroom in, uh, in that place. And I had a bit of a fall on the stairs, and it didn't go well. And if, <laughs> if anyone saw me, although you wouldn't have known it was me because I didn't have a show back then, but in 2014 at the, when, the, uh, when, when Arsenal came to, to New York to play the Red Bull and to lose to the Red Bulls, I had a, uh, a shoulder sling on and two false teeth because I would knocked my teeth out of the bottom of the stairs. So, needless to say, after some further discussion and disagreements between the owner of the pub and myself, I decided it would be best if I didn't go back. And so I started going to uh, Four Courts in, in Arlington, where we have a great relationship with the pub there. Abbey Bistro I went to for a game many, many years ago, and then also... Uh, Six weeks ago, I was there with the incredible Charm City. Is it Charm City Gooners? Yeah, Charm City Gooners in Baltimore. Uh, I really enjoyed them. Um, And it was a good match. I think that was the, uh, what was the game? It was March the 13th. Who did we play? Um, You got that up? I think we won. March
2: 13th. It was, oh, here we go. Leicester.
0: Leicester? No. What
2: yeah, was they played on March 13th, beat them 2-0 at home.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, Partey scored, I believe. Um, And, uh, yeah, so that was the game there. I enjoy it. It's a nice place to go. Lots of really good – if I had more time on my hands, I would go and just kind of visit all of the supporters clubs. I've been to many of them already, but uh, but I would go to as many as I could and just visit and hang out with the, with the people. It's uh, – you know, with the, with the people from the various towns. So uh, it's, it's awesome. Um, did I run a little discussion at tables outside? I didn't run a discussion, but we would have some discussions there, yeah. Um, where have you watched Arsenal games besides right where you're sitting right now and at Highbury and Emirates and Stade de France? Oh, um,
2: um, QPR off Loftus Road. Coventry's old ground, Highfield, High Highfield. Um, Bolton Wanderers um, their old ground, knocked down the old Wembley, Spurs, the old Spurs. Um, I meant
0: like pubs and stuff like where have you gone? Uh, I
2: don't I don't watch them. I don't I don't like people, do I? I don't like people touching me. I don't like people being near me, and I don't like people fucking forever telling my mum. I do something on the computer and she'll be there. <sighs> so Step back, woman. Don't fucking breathe on me.
1: And he's a cheer. Yeah.
2: And Sean has a vegetable breath because she eats vegetables and it's like rotting compost. I say, get a stick, jabber, get fucking back. There's no, it's almost as bad as when people, I'm doing something, people start touching my screens. I'll have your fingers chopped off. Um, But no, I generally don't, because I want to watch the game and I want to take notice of what happens. Even back in the day, I used to come home and watch the football um, rather than be out of all my mates. There was a group of about 15 or 20 of us, and we used all go and all the pubs in Huntingdon and, and then St Ives and St Neots and places like that. And uh, I used to think, oh, I, I can't watch the football. I can't concentrate when everyone's drunk and shouting and screaming and throwing stuff. And most of, none of them were Arsenal fans. It was West Ham, QPR, Spurs, Liverpool, uh, West Brom. Fuck knows why eSport, West Brom. Boing, boing, baggy, baggies. But as a rule, no, I'd come home and watch it or be at the stadium or or go to a stadium that is – I've seen Arsenal play at Barnet as well. Beat Barnet 10-1 in a friendly.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that, yeah, played so right. in one of those. There's discussion about uh, about the New York City bars. and the, New York is a great Gooner town as well. And when I first started going to watch Arsenal at pubs in New York – it was Nevada Smith's as well. Uh, like Steven said, um, it wasn't an Arsenal only place, but they would have the Arsenal game on the main level. I think Chelsea in the basement and you could hear people screaming and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and attacking minorities in, uh, in, in downstairs in the basement. Um, and it was fun. And then all of a sudden one, one of my visits to New York, I'm like, okay, I'll be at Nevada Smith's. I, I remember it was the weekend that, Suarez and Patrice Ever were supposed to play each other for the first time and like they didn't, you know, Ever didn't shake his hand or something like that. But that weekend I was there and it was a different place. It was around the corner from where it had been previously, and you had to like go up some stairs and get in. I'm like, this is weird. And I got there about 20 minutes before the Arsenal game, and it was just Manchester United fans. There was no arsenal like it was a completely different place. I was like, Am I missing something here? Are are people just running late? Or And um, and and I did some research. I got on my phone. I'm like, I got to watch this with my people. I'm not going to I I don't even think that they were going to show the game. And that was where I feel I I found out about um, the blind pig, which was about a block or two away. And one of the best pubs at in its day also closed down now, but but kind of fell off even after it uh, before it closed down. But they were a place to they were the place to watch the team. And I think that game, maybe I'm getting my history mixed up, but if, if you could find out whether, the, I mean, if, if a person cared, that same weekend with the Evra Suarez thing, not the incident, but the, the first time they played after the incident, was the same weekend maybe as uh, as we played Sunderland uh, and we scored a last-minute winner from Thierry Henry maybe on loan, number 12, uh, but but... I love the Blind Pig, and then they expanded into multiple different different bars, and the Blind Pig became more of kind of a tourist trap, and O'Hanlon's was uh, was the place to go, and it still is the place to go, as far as I'm concerned. O'Hanlon's is where I took uh, both Tom Canton and Lee Judges when they were when they were separately in in New York to watch a game, and they loved it there. So, um, yeah, the pub life, you know, I. I just I want to be there, suffered people. silently for so many years just watching the game by myself or occasionally with my son who was very young at the time. And and once I discovered watching it at a pub with other people, I'm like, you know, if you don't have access to be at the game and to be at the Pollington before, or to, you know, to, to have that social element of it, this is the next best thing. So despite your feelings about it, I highly uh, Andre the Russian, that sounds familiar. That sounds really familiar. Uh, I know there was a guy one time when I went into Blind Pig th- where apparently we took his table. I didn't realize it was his table, but we took his table, and he was really, really angry and obnoxious to us. And then, like, years later, we met again at the Blind Pig and, or at uh, O'Hanlon's and, and, and reconciled. But, um, but, yeah, I love watching games in pubs. I will be doing the same uh, a week from today. At my home pub, Ireland's Four Courts, got a, a, a few people, including my friend Jeff, who's a Chelsea fan, who I just reunited with, and has all these old pictures and videos of myself and others in high school, um, 35 yes. years.
2: Old. Who's he support?
0: He's a Chelsea supporter. Commiserations. But uh, so so we're we'll, we're we'll gonna get together, reunite. I think the Chelsea game comes on two hours before the Arsenal game comes on, so I'll I'll come there to watch his, and he'll come and he'll stay to watch mine um but yeah
2: so the gist of that is i don't like being around people watching football or anything and then you do like
0: see we're not complete twins
2: <laughs> as we found out yesterday <laughs> what else have you been up to because i was thinking what else we, no one's brought up a topic for us to talk about other than a, no in, in, in recently you did at the start we had a couple so got anything else you want us to talk about and um, just Put it, and we'll consider talking about it. But this, I think, what else have I done this week? I sold some stuff on eBay. I sold four things today. Mm. I sold five Nintendo DS Lite books, the other ones you get inside of the cases for the games, and I sold a Pikachu card. £5. Ninety-six so
0: Pikachu on eBay. Yeah.
2: X Powers, rare, non-hollow. How apparently. much? I
0: mean, may I ask how much that netted you? Um, or is it not I about pound
2: ninety-six, so about four pound fifty?
0: All right, so so is it about the, the thrill of, of, of the sale or is it about like no. money off of it or is it just no, money? I don't need money,
2: it's about getting rid of them all. Look at them. There's them and another box that big full of them. I've got about eight hundred of them, and when I worked out I should make about two and a half grand from flogging them all and then Charles
0: gets half of it because I bought them all and we shared them. So she shouldn't get any money. I have a bunch of these match attack football cards, and by football cards, I mean actual, like, proper football. Not, I mean, I have a ton of American football cards, but I have boxes and boxes, and I actually went through them, like, being like, okay, they've been sitting there for 40 years. There must be some incredibly valuable multiple hundred-dollar cards in here, or something, you know. There usually isn't. How There's many have you not, got? I've got thousands, but most of them are absolute nothing. I have a few that were from when I was like eight or nine years old and good players that would normally be worth a lot except, you know, I I must have tried to eat them at one point because there's like little rips on the side and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. But the one thing that I did wrong, there was this, there were, there were basketball cards that were made in like 1981 or 82. They were perforated. There were, there were tiny little cards like smaller than, like, like, well, as you, as you on video, you can hold your fingers up and show us the size. <laughs> well, like this would be three cards and they were perforated down the side. Uh, yeah. and, and this was when, you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and, and, um, and Michael Jordan and went they these cards I got when I was eight or nine years old and I had no clue how to treat them. Like I, I. I pull, I, I like unperforated them. Like, like I wanted to have the individual cards, so I ripped the cards. Didn't always rip them perfectly, and I, fa- I come to find out, like forty years later, that the that, that specific year of basketball card, if you had them in mint condition and unperforated, are worth thousands of dollars. And uh, and instead, I have like ripped. Michael Jordan and uh, like all, and, 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 it's, and it's worth. It's worth. Yeah, it's worth less than the the cardboard that it's printed on. So, um but yeah, if we just grab one random match attack card, oh, look who it is!
2: <laughs> uh, painting in Turkey at the
0: moment. Should I rip this up and in in, in, just live on camera right now? Because I, I how
2: many you got in the, your room? There is that your room's full of all your shit, so it's not all over the house.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. This is basically the room where I'm allowed to keep shit. <laughs> and 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 whenever I have anything on the stairs, Steph just brings it up to, and dumps it in this room. And that's I, I clean it out every few weeks, and then it just like things just like just outside the camera frame are like stacks of, of crap uh, and other things that I have. I've got, uh, what else do we have? I have the football content award right here for Gooners versus Cancer. I like to look at it every once in a while and smile. And
2: um, when we won the award, we um Gimli kept the glass award and he kept the paper award and Jace went to pick it all up and there was a mass a magnum of Carlsberg, I think it was. And then it took Jace magnum
0: Carlsberg. that's
2: interesting. Maybe two litres of Carlsberg in a big bottle. And Gimli was never said to Jace nicely, which you can I have it? He said, Where is it? I want it back. And then so Jace said, All right, then I'll come and meet you. And because he was such a knob about it, he, Jace had drank the entire bottle and then gave him the empty bottle.
0: <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't I think Gimli really it. needed any extra substances uh, over and above yeah. what he was already having, probably. But we got uh, we got Carlos Tevez here. The uh-huh. Manchester City, uh, City version of Carlos yeah. Tevez. Um, yeah, my kids used to open these. I would give them a pack like as a reward, and they would open them. And I had them pretty well-trained at the time. Um, so uh What else do I have lying around here? I've got my grandfather's old hat, which which I wear sometimes when I'm trying to be. Only you had a pipe to go with that. (laughs) Only I did, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Makes you seem wise.
0: It does, doesn't? It? And that you yeah. know, I should have, should have, Ooh, if I had worn you yesterday, you would have had no clue that I was uh, I was off my. Uh,
2: oh, I've seen plenty of videos of you in, Don't worry. <laughs> Mostly live podcasts. In fact, <laughs> in fact, all live podcasts.
0: Well, that, that that's that's for a reason. I because when I am in that state, I'm like, you know what? And alcohol plus happy equals desire to podcast, and it's not a good idea. I really need to uh, to probably learn not to do that. Um, we have got a question here
2: from um, uh, Mark. It says, why is Ola hanging around with Lee Gunner? As a contributor to his stay here, surely I get to decide who he does podcasts with. Now, uh, I was wondering uh, this the okay. other day. I didn't know that Ola still did stuff with that cunt. And Ola's a friend of ours.
0: Ola Olá is, is one of my best friends. In, in so what, have you where... asked
2: him? He, I mean, look, why are you spending time with that prick when everyone hates him and he's he, he can't even for one moment go oh that's good. In fact, when Ola was celebrating the goal, he put the yeah, camera I on himself. That. I saw what that. a cunt.
0: I, I saw that. Look, um you know what? It what I've learned is you can't you you can't get on people for who they choose to to like. Different people have different tolerances. And I've talked to I've talked to Ola about this, not from like a counseling standpoint, because he's a grown man. Um, Ola and Lee get on. Uh, Kenny, Ken and Lee get on. A um, couple other people I know, Dan Potts and Lee get on. And and you know what? I, I I'm not going to judge people by who they associate with because you know adults are, you know, they have their own relationship. I think it's hilarious, Mark, that <laughs> that you tongue in cheek are are. Uh, are I said if you donated 200, 200 pounds, you get you get to own a piece of Ola, and then. Yeah. You know, then you might have some say in uh, and whether he stays or you know who he associates with or not. But uh, you know, I, I think people need to be judged on on who they are, not who they hang out with. And and um, you know, if anyone and I and I've heard that he that all is catching a lot of abuse over that, and uh, I just think that's unfair. You know, it's unfortunate.
2: Yanis has got a question. Bruno and Jorginho are both missing pens this weekend. Is it the end for that stupid skip run-up? Well, I don't want to fucking hit them when they do it.
0: <laughs> well, was your? Well, I didn't see Jorginho's, but I heard about it. Was it? Was it saved or did he miss?
2: He it was he missed. I think yeah. yeah. And Fabianski was asked, "Is that the easiest penalty you've ever saved?" And I think he said yes. A bad face, not saved. He, he fucked it completely. But then they went and scored anyway.
0: Here, here's my view on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that little run up thing is designed essentially to force the keeper into showing his hand. And and th- I mean I'm I'm convinced that there are individuals, and it's not many, but there are individuals who can read you know, that they can decide at the very last second which way to go with the penalty. Most people who take penalties have their mind made up and it's just a matter of trying not to telegraph it to the keeper. Making the ball end up and and when and when you make your wine when you make your wind up uh when you make your mi- mind up it's just about how good will you take it will you put it upper upper bins where it's impossible to save will you you know because those penalties that that just go to the left side and are rolled slowly and go in and the keeper's nowhere near them you're either very lucky because that's a shit penalty or you you know you saw the keeper going to that way and directed it to that side and i think I think that there are a handful of players, maybe a large handful, that can do that, and the the the, the little hop skip thing just baits your average keeper, even though they should know not to move. Uh, they still do, like nine times out of ten. And so there was a bloke called Paul Cooper.
2: He was the goalkeeper for Ipswich Town in the nineteen seventies, and he would stand three quarters of the way or one third of the way across the goal, so then he knew where everyone's going to put it. And he saved most. I think he saved 10 penalties that season or some number like that. And then Um, you start thinking in
0: your mind like, like, do I go to the side that he's already on because I think that he's trying to duplicate, get me into going to the other side? And and will I just. No one says you have to stand in the middle. You have to now? No. No. No, I said no no one says that. No, I know. No, I know. Um,
2: You should stand to one side and do the Karate Kid Crane stance, 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 and just do that. That's it. (laughs) oh fuck me he's gonna have his eye out with that Uh, bloke he makes a good point he likes kenny ken kenny ken is a lovely bloke
0: yes i've
2: done a couple of pods and he knows his stuff as well lovely man
0: kenny is a great guy um i mean look there's a lot of uh, some people have tolerance for other people more and, and 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 what i will say about lee gunner is um if you are useful to him he will treat you nicely and you will uh, be able to remain friends. If you are not useful to him, he'll treat you like a complete jackass. And if you don't know him, then you're obviously going to see him as a complete jackass. And he is. Lee is, I, I, I don't talk about him much anymore. I made a promise not to do that after Chick passed away, um, who's another example of a good guy who, who was able to be friends with, with people who aren't friends with each other. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I disagree with virtually everything about, that guy, but I'm certainly not gonna. I'm not gonna lose friendships over who they choose to associate with. I, I don't. I don't have an abundance of friendships to uh, to just start throwing them away. And Ola and Dan and Kenny, who are the three most prominent, I guess, friends of mine, who are also friends of his, are too good of friends of mine to to judge or 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 lose or start you know slating over over who they associate with. So. Um, that's my there. You go, the there's bag. your
2: answer. And um, what else can we talk about? Um, Mr. Bob Lex uh says he's got the gremlin room remo- um emote, that's nice. I don't know where he's got that from. Maybe uh, Nick stole it and put it in there. Um,
0: yeah, Do you yeah get, let, 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 let's spend a little time on the game yesterday. I mean, not not like analytically and stuff, but uh, because, because I don't know what we spoke about yesterday. Um, <laughs> What, so this may be redundant to those of you that watched us, but I mean, did we have a little stroke of luck yesterday? Finally, no, they were shit. Were they that bad? Because I mean, yeah, when they were, we, they when were awful. Calder it was called. I was just like, here we go again. I mean, and and then for them to miss that, um, I guess Bruno, uh, it was it wasn't very lucky for us to not be able to get Bruno on a red card on that on that tackle, but. Um, I just felt like like the game wasn't stolen for us for one you know, from us for once, and that's a that that's a, a unique feeling against that lot.
2: I think it all hinged on the fact that Ronaldo's goal was offside, but and he was maybe a hair's testicle away, and hinged on the fact that when um, Suarez fell over and <laughs> he broke his fall, and then the ball hit his arm, and the re- the, the referee was on the telly said, if you uh, break your fall, and if if whilst breaking your fall you, you handball, then so that's the water coming back. It said it's not a foul. It's not a handball. And so those two things plus the uh, half. Uh, yeah, just Man United was shit. We weren't great, but we, were, we, we played as a team. They played as a group of individuals, and Ronaldo wasn't quite on form because he probably had his mind on other stuff, but he was still by far their best player.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he was practically the only one you had to worry about. And uh, should he have taken the penalty, though?
2: Yes, he should have done. I mean, have they not, uh, not resolved that one penalty. way or the other yet? Goldbridge was screaming about
0: it. What did you say? Have they not resolved who their penalty taker is when they're both well, Oh Yes, the they team? have.
2: I think Ronaldo is the penalty taker. But then um, P- Pinal- Pinaldi, uh, Fernandez, he was moaning recently, he? Sometimes he's been moaning that he's not getting the chances, so he gets his chance, and thankfully he fucked it up. People are saying, how does Fernandez not sent off? It's easy because the FA uh, and all the stuff is run by Man United and Liverpool fans and the the occasional Spurs fan, but they're all dying off. But he should have been sent off, much like Mane should have been sent off today for a poke in the eye and and, uh, an elbow. See,
0: I I, I was sleeping all morning, so I didn't watch that, but uh, he did it again. At what point does he start to get a reputation as a dirty player?
2: But he really has. He's, a, he's an absolute fucking well, shit.
0: He does to us because he, you know every he's elbowing people and 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 studying people and that sort of thing. But I mean, in the game, I mean, he is not. He's can still considered. He's got that Conte kind of uh, of of reputation of being like a, as far as I can tell uh, of being one of the good guys and uber talented and which he is. But like, it hasn't rubbed off on you know. I mean, he's a hell of a lot dirtier of a player than Granite
2: Xhaka is. Oh, yeah. Jack would be doing a, a nine stretch now if he'd have done... Even if he'd have just done the stuff and been yeah, getting
0: I the pictures of what he did that he did today. I've never heard that expression before, a nine stretch, but I'm assuming it has to do with jail time. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's what they call it. I mean, I've probably seen a few gangster films.
0: I've actually... Uh, unsurprisingly,
2: I've known quite a few people that have been to prison. Some of them for quite a long time. Um, right, there's the uh, the eye poke. Jesus. That's his head there, because you can see he's so short. Goes to poke him in, goes to moving on. You can see that um, the other player has got is leaning backwards. And then the other one is this one, where he shoves him in the face like that. Because the little fuck is getting away with stuff. And then, you know what, it's like the shitty, the little, w- little wanky kid at school who gets away with one thing, and then he'll get away with another, and then another, and then another. <laughs> Oh, I don't know which of those three Blipfurt. pictures was the most disturbing. But... Lipverts. thats what they're there for. People go, what was that?
0: This uh, <laughs> well, is subliminal advertising. <laughs> the, yeah, um, so cheating the, little fucks.
2: But yeah, Everton held their own for quite a lot
0: of the game, which is good. Hand to the face is supposed to be an automatic yellow or red now. And mm. I, I, yep. Apparently, he had two of them, so. Uh, oh, we got a uh we've got a Gooner from Poland. Uh Eris sorry. It's my eyes that are bad. It's
1: not my ability
0: to it. Ahis bonse DJ Gotti.
2: Gotti. Gatti. Gotti. Gutti Gatti, Gatti, Gatti to his mates. Hello, Poland. Yes. One of our best ever. If you have a look at um we have got our uh, if I go get this little thing here and then i go to podcasts where is that you will see on every single one of the podcasts that we do we have i go to this one and then get this up here um wait for it to load typical where's that get that of there um that there it says steve lord hillwood whittle that's our mate steve who'd lived in poland since '99. he's from london but he lived over there, and he sadly passed away a few years ago. And That's the other name, this is on all our stuff, is Mr. Goonaholic, a friend of ours, who was on the pod for a very long time, a lovely man, and passed away about two years ago.
0: Never had the chance to meet Steve. Um, not really. Mm. I don't think I ever maybe once podcasted with him. Uh, You're yeah, probably one, drunk. Maybe once or twice. Um, but Dave, my God, what a what a man what the 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 standard by which gooners should strive to achieve is is dave Gooner hall of favor and every i you just the um i know i know you don't like to do like memorials and tributes and stuff because it's too painful but um what an enriching experience on uh, a year ago christmas not the last one but before that just to be able to meet his family and and uh, and have all his you know a, a number of his friends rally and do a show. It's it's still on our YouTube channel if you ever want to watch the tribute to Gunnar Hallek. Very good. Uh, it's 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 not monetized. It isn't about that. It was just about kind of. Getting people to uh, to 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 share their memories of a man because he is uh, he's fantastic. I saw this question. Was hoping it would slide by.
2: <laughs> I might have been arrested a few times. <laughs> some quite serious charges got away with it all actually one of them i didn't get away with so uh yeah not too dark just dodgy stuff just being a twat
0: yeah i've been arrested twice uh, <laughs> once when i was 18 and once when i was another age and uh, <laughs> Another age, and, and I would like to not talk about it. the eighteen-year-old one. Was basically, oh, it was actually simple and super, super dumb. And guess what it involves? Drink. Yes. Women. No. Falling, falling well, over in, somewhere. In, in a way, in a way, it does involve women, and I'll explain because this one I'll talk about. This was a childhood indiscretion. Um, so Phil says, "Curb crawling." <laughs> He's not David Pleat. So when I was 18, uh, we, there's a tradition after you graduate high school uh, called Beach Week.
2: Keep um, that fucking mic still, boy. I'm going to come over there and give you a punch in the bracket.
0: Is it making noise or you just?
2: Yes. All
0: right. Sorry. People, uh,
2: put in the chat a rating out of 10 how annoying him waggling his, his member okay. around All is. All right.
0: Then then give me 30 seconds. I will get this thing, put, and then I will tell.
2: I had to mute him. He's fucking getting right on my tits. Uh, drunk and disorderly, says Mr. Publix. It's going to be drunk involved. Drunk, drunk based. He's uh... a. <laughs> Phil says 100 annoying. <laughs> See, the man's got more sense, but but being a bit tight fisted religiously, he refuses to spend money <laughs> on, on getting a decent mic. Uh, Mars Gunner says, indecent exposure.
0: <laughs> I am cancelling you over that comment um, You're cancelled Could um, someone could try and cancel me Thank oh, you no. <laughs> the opposite of cancelling <laughs> you
2: Hold on Oh way. look, he's in charge of the buttons I've been right. made small oh, coming- right.
0: Danny, <laughs> Danny's been cancelled So, um, so <laughs> It's June 1991 I am, of course A, uh, a skinny, lanky, handsome young man uh, At the time Let's see if I have any pictures of that of that time in my life here. I think they're in the. It's funny how the,
2: you'd be both wearing the same kit in that picture that we did. This is, the,
0: yeah, this is me at 18. No, this is me at 13, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, this, this is not relevant to the story. Yeah, here's me at 18 right here. So, <laughs> 18 so, weeks. So, oh, hold on. Oh, look, he's pressing buttons again. So, it's the last night of Beach Week, Ocean City, Maryland, and our liquor cabinet for the week of, you know, because you're not, you're not allowed to drink when you're 18 here in the States. Um, you can kill someone. You can shoot them. You can, and you can, yeah, you, you can be in the army. You can be made to serve in the army. You can uh, vote, but you can't drink
2: legally. So, I think that's the least of the problems of your fucking country is
0: drinking Yes, that's true. But we uh, so the so the very last night of seven, we decided to go down to the boardwalk. Uh, We had to take like a little trolley to the boardwalk. What, what,
2: What city is this in?
0: Ocean City, Maryland. It's uh it's a beach on the eastern shore of
2: Maryland. That's Maryland that no one says correctly, isn't it?
0: Maryland, but yes, it's Maryland. Good. Um, so we go down to the boardwalk. Pick up a bunch of chicks. Uh, went back to the to our uh, to our hotel slash whatever it was. I think it was a hotel room. And three of us then decided to go back out. And the only alcohol we have left, we went through all the vodka, all the all the rum, I whatever.
2: fucking uh, vodka and
0: margarine or something. All you? we have left is peach schnapps. Oh my god! And root beer. Not a great combination. If you've ever, you know, if you've ever been a mixologist or a bartender, that you know, peach shops, Snops, and root beer should not be within hundred yards of each other. But my dad was the uh, chairman of the Bartenders
2: Guild in of the UK for many years. Did he, well, ask him. If no, I, him. I spoke to him today and yesterday and two days before that. Yeah. i Haven't heard from him for months.
0: Oh, I'm surprised. Carry there. on to your story, boy. So anyway, we go back down to the boardwalk, and in the last hour of the last night of the last day of uh, of, of beach week, uh, a, like a rent a cop, like 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 they were just they were police for like the summer because they needed extra enforcement because of all of us running around, um, and uh, and we I, we get stopped in a restaurant, and the two guys that I'm with and I all have these like mugs full of of peach schnapps, and root beer. And the cop asks, you know, what do you guys have in there? And of course, I, you know, I don't realize that you don't actually have to answer the question. I mean, I, the the laws are like, uh, you know, you don't have to ask. They can search it if they have cause to believe. But so the other guys just pour out their drinks and they're fine. And uh, and I'm like, um, do I have to tell you? It's peach schnapps and, and root beer. So I get... Arrested and thrown into a paddy wagon and brought to the little drunk tank holding thing that they had, where there were some absolutely disgusting people in there. Like this was your nightmare of like like there's a bathroom in the little holding cell. There was was one afraid that one might get violated. There, I mean, there were people who were yelling and screaming, and, and that wasn't just you crying. Drug addicts and yeah. It was, uh, it was not pleasant, and I, ha- I don't remember how long I had to be in there, but I was freaking out. And, um, and when you go and get processed for the drunk tank, uh, they take all of your possessions and they put them in a bag. And because, because of our luck with women, the first time we had gone down to the boardwalk, I jokingly went back down to the boardwalk with about 18 condoms with my, on me like like Uh. it was a joke like 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 you know i probably only need four of them but i brought 18 (laughs) anyway and and so imagine like when they're when they're like taking your possession and they're inventorying your possession and you know and, and 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 they just see like they pull out this this wad of condoms and they just open it and it just keeps going and going um, that should, didn't that make them laugh? And went, "Oh, go on, then, you cheeky
2: scamps, off you go." Well,
0: my mom was in law school at the time, and then the next day I called her and had to tell her what happened, and and she was able to like talk to one of her professors who knew somebody, and the, you know, w- was able to basically pay to get the charges dropped. But it was not not a fun night, and it was just extremely stupid of me to uh, to even admit what uh, what I had. Yeah, I was locked up with 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 Lee Gunner. Um, it was Lee Gunner looking people. I'll say that for sure, um, yeah, and they're all telling the story on their podcast right now about how they were locked up with some some stinky disgusting eighteen year old Jewish kid um, and uh, who had eighteen condoms on him, so yeah that that and is still why, got them. that's the arrest story I'm willing to talk about yeah, um, oh poor man, have you so, got a criminal record
2: no. It's that Traf- money again, isn't it? Like Andy says, minor traffic violation. Uh, I used to get a wave all of those because they could never catch me, which is nice.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to have let Phil down. Uh, the story was much tamer than expected. Um, it is what it is. I lead. I lead a pretty uh, a pretty normal life. You are a reformed character,
2: which is the important part. You've learned your lesson, and you're no longer a menace to society.
0: Only when I only when I'm on air now do I do that. Um, <laughs> my mate got arrested in Cambridge for putting a bike chain around his neck and doing a oh. mystery. Oh, that. Oh, that's not. No, that's not cool at all. I just, I had to, I had to picture what that was, and that. Uh... Well,
2: it depends when he did it. Which decade he did it? Now, mm, probably not. Not but, too bad. Well, it depends on whether you uh, whether you had any makeup. That's a polite way of putting it, isn't it? Well,
0: yeah, I was I was about to say depends yeah, depends on I guess what he looked like and and how he was acting, but that yeah, that's uh, that's a bit. I have no problem believing that Stan has a police record. Yeah, Stan's a shifty character. Even if it is, uh, you know, sting. It was a sting operation, uh, and he has a police record. But.
2: I've been arrested quite a few times. Got one for, I uh, got drug searched because the bloke I was living with, he only moved in for a little while. He went and sold some weed to someone. He said, if you need any more, it's the only bit he had. He didn't even smoke weed. He had a tiny little bit on him. And he said, if you need any more, just come and come to my house. He, we'd only, I'd only just got the place. We got raided by the police. And so we all got strip searched and they made a mess. And then, uh, my car got nicked. So I owed some pikey, some money and they uh, got arrested for that. Got away with that.
0: We almost uh, got arrested in, uh, In Huntington,
2: shoplifting countries is a serious offense. You don't fuck
0: around when it comes. I wanted to to get nicked for that, so that we could have just, so we could have gone through the process of showing them that we didn't actually shoplift those things, that we actually bought them, and they were down your pants for a different reason.
2: (laughs) And then my brother got arrested in Peterborough for, you know, you get the pencils, you get these little trolls that go on the top of it. Yeah, And they had the multicoloured hair coming out of it. One of the blokes he was with, one of his mates, put three of them in the bag on the back of his electric chair. And then so they all got arrested. And then they come to the house. I was at home in bed at my mum's. And they said what had happened. I went, oh, dear. It said to me, if you admit that it was you, because um, your brother's under 18, uh, he'll, 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 we'll let him go. And you can take the blame for it. I said, my mum was in tears. I went, okay, it was me. I was at home in bed. They had the people who fucking did it. It was the person who was with my brother and put them in there. And so I went there. I went, yeah, it was me. I let my brother away. And my brother admitted to doing it. And all three of them got done. And I got done. Four people got criminal records for three troll dolls. Three that were about 50p each. Fucking idiots. So there you go. And that's how I've got a criminal record. That was in 1992. 91. I don't know one of those years
0: and you got strip search and then there was a picture of it. And a
2: lot of that time that was for the drugs when um, Paul said I could get you as much as you want. And he didn't even, he'd had a teeny bit on him, maybe the bit the size of a tic-tac. I think it was the size that he had cheeky. So, um, speaking of the after.
0: size of a tic-tac <laughs>
2: and I've been cautioned many times for, um, for, for driving like a twat, I got arrested for doing 106 on the a one.
0: God, I had no idea you were such a, such a
2: miscreant. When he caught me, he said, That's, uh, that that stretch of road is two miles long. He said, I caught you at the top of that road. You were going so fast I couldn't catch you, couldn't get the speed gun on you. The only time he could is when you slowed down because I saw your headlights did when you put the brakes. He said, how fast were you going? I said, how fast is that, so? He says, 106. So I went, oh, you know, these German sports cars, obviously, they're not built for speed. And I smiled and I wouldn't tell him how fast I was going. But it was, it might have been. If I'm making up a number, oh, no, I'm going to randomly think of a number, 152. That's just a random number. It's got nothing to do with what I was just talking about. And I got six points and a 300-quid fine for that. But that was, uh, that was when you could get away with speed. It was New Year's morning at about 2 a.m. Clear, dry roads. Fucking arseholes. And it's Frank's
0: fault, sexy Frank. All his fault. I'm feeling like a, like a law-abiding citizen compared to you. Yeah. You're, you're a bad, bad man. Any other topics from the chat? Otherwise, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Are you tired? I, I I I'm I slept all night and I'm still tired. Yeah, I just I, I gotta lie down and just start tomorrow fresh because because uh, my, uh, my 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 two day binge is just really catching up with me at this point. <laughs> so, did you that
2: from Don One? He, he robbed he he burgled so many headquarters, took billions. Headquarters. Oh, my God, he's knee deep in PlayStation Twos. So if anybody wants one. Tenner each. Anyway. um, Five of
0: us got locked up, but I got away.
2: (laughs) He left the rest to suffer. Um, A final question. Mike, do you have any cats? Uh, You're not allowed to have cats, are you? uh, Because of the shoe situation. Because of the what? Shoe situation. You've got big shoes. Cats have got long tails.
0: No, we we do not have any cats. We're not a pet household. Uh, I like other people's pets, but... Um but yeah we've just never really never really wanted to get in there we had a goldfish once and i was so angry about the goldfish because but not we didn't buy it we i think one of my kids won it in a fair and it was right after my dad bu- died and i was like i do not want to have to deal with another death in the family so can we please return this thing <laughs> before we get attached to it um so oh. no no cats Fucking hell, Stan
2: said, I got arrested in Sainsbury's once for stealing a kitchen utensil. T- utensils. It was a whisk I was willing to take.
0: <laughs> People say that I am bad with dad jokes. That might be the worst one I've ever seen in my life.
2: Um. Absolutely shocking. Shocking behavior, Stan. Ah, oh dear. Right, I think we should go because uh, I've got fuck all else to do. I've spent five hours going through a hard drive trying to... Uh, figure out how to convert the videos into a different format so I can edit them, and they're all shit, the video quality when you edit them, when you convert it from one to another. So I'm going to go and give that a go and waste more of my fucking time doing it. And then I'm going to listen to Nick Abbott on LBC because
0: he's brilliant. Beautiful. I'm off to bed and then a busy week of work.
2: Swindling um, oh, uh, um, old ladies out of their pension money? Or just Andy? Andy
0: still can... alive yeah
2: you're
0: yeah, he all right Still alive. you know we we talk we don't mm.
2: so why do form they're all eager to do more shows i wonder why that is john's got a new job that's his excuse why he's a free. he's a he's free and he might be free this week as well
0: well i only Imagine do pod, i only do podcasts when uh when i begged to come on like yesterday begged um in whatever form i am if uh if you're looking for more entertainment i guess going back and watch yesterday's post-game show um i don't remember a bit of it not even a little bit um i was mr. happy Licks,
2: mr public says how's the pirate the pirates very good He should have been on the podcast but he had a work meeting via zoom from 7 to 7 45 and at half past eight he was still there um and some bloke says nick abbott how do you know Nick Abbott is when you've got a speeding fine in dollars, unless he lived in the USA and here? Nick Abbott is probably one of the finest. I don't agree politically with anything that he says, but I think he's hilarious. Screen boy, LBC. There we go. Nick, Nick's waiting for me. So uh, there we go, Mike. Uh, have you any plans for any podcasts this week that you'll be doing sober or not?
0: Uh, no plans at the moment. I just don't. I I keep wanting to get back on the on the regular, doing one every single day uh, or or three or four days a week with guests, and I just I just cannot get to the point. This is this is coming up on the busiest time of year for me with all these events and travel and stuff. So uh, so uh, we'll see if I get inspired to do a podcast. Maybe you'll see us again uh, sometime this week. Otherwise, uh, it'll be next Sunday night.
2: Um, next Sunday is West Ham v Arsenal, 4.30, 6.30 we'll be doing the live show and we'll be finished by about half seven, uh, about half seven-ish and then we'll be on at 10 and then the week after that is also on a Sunday. It's a two o'clock kickoff, so that's fine. And then we've got Spurs midweek after that.
0: So, are so there, uh, how many games are there left? Four? Five? Five. 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 Nah, you're like I said on the intro, I can almost taste it. Almost taste it.
1: <laughs> almost taste it. Incredible.
0: I can almost taste Danny.
2: Oh, some bloke's expat. I see. Lovely, jubbly. Right. Uh, that's it. So if you, I'll let you close the show because uh, it's something you enjoy doing.
0: All right. This has been the show. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, about 25 to 30 of you pretty consistently all night, and it makes for good banter in the chat room. Always appreciate that, and uh, and Danny, it's been lovely spending an hour and a half with you once again on a Sunday evening.
2: It's it's what I live for, Michael.
0: And uh, do we finish with the uh, the intro as the outro? If you want, all right. In case you missed it, here's stupidness. Welcome to the
1: the Sunday roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny And this is Mike And we're kind of strange We're in the tub And we drink a lot At least one of us does This is not Mike's body But that is Danny's And that's really gross Thanks for watching The Sunday Roast We love our fans, and here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it?
2: Yeah. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a Jew.
0: You can tell he's a Jew. Look at him. Ask him
2: who's his daddy.
0: Magical moment. I can can almost taste Danny. (laughs) It's so close, I can almost taste
1: him all.